0: I'm Baron Beesos, and this is your beekeeping podcast. Yeah, baby. Buzzing. Hi, all I hope we're all social distancing and sticking to the guidelines. We're all well. Right, I have had numerous emails. Firstly, ask him why I've not put any more podcasts out and we'll get to that reason at the back end of this upload it's nothing sinister it's just that needed it to work hand in hand with something what I'm trying to do and secondly what am I doing with my bees now that the coronavirus or COVID-19 has reared its ugly head now before I start let's have a disclaimer this is what I've opted to do and I'm choosing to do. I'm not telling you to do it. All is what I'm putting out there is what I'm doing with my colonies. It's not the Holy Grail or the gospel of beekeeping because I know there'll be experienced beekeepers out there already putting a plan for the colonies. This, I suppose, is aimed at new beekeepers. And if they're struggling and they can't get to the partner or... The mentor who's helping them keep the bees. We're in strange times, and due to the restricted movement down to coronavirus, COVID-19, as long as your approach is logical and educated, you still can go and tend to your colonies and sort out your bees because bees are classed as livestock. The problem people are having, and it's not the experienced beekeeper with be the newbie, is more often than not. They go down to the colony with their mentor or an experienced beekeeper and they pop open the hive and they'll point them in the right direction. It's an unfortunate fact, especially in the UK, that most experienced beekeepers are 60, 70 plus in that sort of age group and beekeeping is something what people get into later on in life which have never understood. We are on lockdown And I feel it would be very selfish, inconsiderate and irresponsible if you've got a mentor of that age to phone them up and ask them to go and check out your colonies. This virus is really unforgiving. Now's the time to grab the bull by the arms and learn from new mistakes and try new things within your hive and understand what's going on. What I'll do is I'll use this podcast to put out a few bits what I'm doing with him, my colonies. I'm guaranteed to get experienced beekeepers emailing me saying you shouldn't be saying that, you should be saying this. Like I said at the start of this podcast, this isn't the Holy Grail or the gospel of beekeeping. This is stuff what I'm prepared to do. Because the fact of the matter is, if you think we're in a bee crisis already, it's only going to get worse. You've got experienced beekeepers of age, unable to get to the colonies to do their maintenance and checks. Where I stand on this is, I've sort of written off this season. I've not totally written it off, but when the virus was quite apparent, it was in the forefront of my mind to make a plan of attack for next season. So I've got a chunk of bees to get me going. I'm fortunate enough to have my colonies on sites where I've got access to and the secluded. So when I decided to get into beekeeping, I had a 10 point checklist and near the top of that was secluded and away from the public. And I get into reasons for that in another podcast. So you might say, why am I putting this podcast out? Your colonies are secluded. They're accessible. If they're thriving, you should have no problem at all. Well, there might be a time where I'm unable to get to the colonies for whatever reason. And especially if this virus gets any any worse in fairness i am erring on the side of caution but i do understand if i want a decent season next season however desperate it may seem i need a plan of attack first thing i've done on one of my sites and i know it's overkill for this time of year is use a fondant now fondant comes in a block and it's basically cake icing. and it's concentrated sugar this method will sue a newbie who's reluctant at cracking open the colony without their mentor or someone being present. It's dead easy. Once the fondant's in, you put everything back together. Jobs are good and then it's as and when. So what do you do? You get your block of fondant. You put it on top of your brew frames. Then on top of your brew box, you'll either use an eek riser or a frameless super. Put your crown and roof back on and that's it. You're done. The other method is using a feeder at the top of the crown board with sugar syrup. But what you've got to bear in mind with this method is, is if you've got a super or two supers on top of your brood box and the gills bring it down to your super, you won't be able to sell your honey. The reason why I've given this technique out first is over the next six to eight weeks we are going to get some really bad weather. And if things carry on the way they are doing with the virus, I can see more and more people struggling to get to their apiaries and sort out the colonies. So even though this method isn't ideal, on the plus side of things, the gills are getting fed. And when you eventually go back to your colony, you've got some bees to work with. The next thing I'm going to do, or in the process of doing, and I know I'm going to get pelters of experienced beekeepers and emails saying, what are you doing that for? Is combining colonies at an early stage. Right, let's get into it. I manage my apiaries and have a certain level of expectation from each and every colony what I've got. And if I see, or what I consider is going to be a problem down the line, I tend to react. I'm not prepared to let nature take its course or wait any amount of time just to find out, well actually, you was right, you should have done something about it. This process has served me well so far, and it does reinforce strength in numbers. So I will, even at an early stage, nip it in the bud and take my chance. I'm not the sort of person that turns up to the apiary every six to seven days to crack open the colony to see what's going on. I need to know what's going on with every single colony what I've got so I can make a decision if needs be. Now we have spoken to quite a few beekeepers about this and everyone's entitled to their own opinion and I'm not going to knock or slate anyone who disagrees with me. Some think I'm reacting too quickly, others understand the method behind the madness, and there's quite a few who have not considered it. Also to take into consideration, there's quite a few variables to sling into the mix, like the position of the hive, where they're getting the food source from, and is the robin amongst the colonies? The list is endless. All's what I can say, this process works for me, and what's good enough for one beekeeper, another beekeeper isn't going to entertain. We've all got our little tweaks... And our little plans and strategies we try and put into play to give us strength amongst the colonies. Now, if you've got an opinion on this, don't forget the email address. It's baronbesos at yahoo.com. Drop me an email and let me know your thoughts. Last thing I'm going to do for now is... I've got six colonies with six exceptional queens. I've been really blessed, to be fair. And I was toying around with this idea last week and because of the coronavirus I didn't get round to doing it. So my intentions are I'm going to get these colonies, double up on the brood boxes, bang a super on and remove the queen excluder and leave them to it. At some point I am going to go back to the colonies and I'm going to use at least say two three of them for breed of queens and do a bit of grafting. But that's for another podcast at another time. For now, I just want to see him flourish. I did say at the start, I have had quite a lot of emails asking when I'm putting more content out. And I have done a series of podcasts. And it's just unfortunate that the lockdown and the restrictions have come at this point because the people who agreed to do the podcast have also agreed to do something on YouTube. So we had a visual aid to marry up with the audio and you could use them both as a reference. Now, I've gone back to the people who have done the podcast and a majority are wanting to wait until the visual comes out to marry up with the audio. So, because that's a series and I don't want to put stuff out of sync out on the podcast, I'd rather put it out on one block so it runs one after the other, that's going to be shelfer. Now, saying that though, I have been working in the background and over the next couple of weeks, There will be content out there for you to listen to. And it will be coming thick and fast. So just watch out for that. Right, I hope you're all sticking to the rules. You're all using social distancing. You're all safe and well. If you are unsure about dipping into your hive. Rather than phone someone up. And potentially putting them at risk. Please use the fondant method. At least this way. You're only going into your hive once. The ladies are going to get fed. And you'll have some bees. Follow me on Twitter at Baron Besoes. Thanks for listening.